Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All you got to do is win. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 28. This one brought to you by Rocco's Tavern in Westwood, California. One of the only and certainly the best places to watch sports in Westwood. And the food is absolutely fantastic, Dan. Looking forward actually to doing a few live shows from there this season, so watch for those details as well. Also want to welcome our new listeners from Bruin Report Online and UCLA 24-7 Sports. Thank you for uh, joining us, and we look forward to a bright future together. So, Producer Dan, yes, how was your holiday weekend? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fine. Yeah. It was good. We're yeah. kind of still in it. This We're kind of wrapping yeah, up, it's, it's wrapping it, up the it holiday actually, weekend. It is actually Labor Day. Back so. in the studio yeah, with CP. I'm super, super excited about this. The first, I would refer to the episode number 28 is going to go down in the Something's Brewing Wikipedia page. Oh, is it? As the oh. first episode of the next level. Oh, is that right? All right. Oh, oh and by I the way, in, in perfect example, What's look at, I'm, it's almost like I did my research. So <laughs> great job on the new website, Dan. The new website Holy looks pretty cow. good, right? I would like, you like it looks that? awesome. Things are moving and shaking. Yeah, you're, it's you're, good. And, and You're it, looking very dapper. Thank you. I'm feeling good, Lewis. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then, so which is a perfect opportunity to remind everyone to check us out at somethingsbrewing.com. Yes. And follow us on Instagram at somethings, at somethingsbrewing yes. or shoot us an email to at somethingsbrewing.com. Yes. And with that, we're off. Beautiful. All right. All right. So honorable mention for the our favorite number 28, another honorable mention. It's been a few uh, episodes now since we've get, actually given out a, a real uh, favorite award. Yeah, but, you, might, you might need to lower the standards for this whole well, thing. Hey, I only just follow my gut. You got to follow your okay. gut. All right. However, yeah. this is a perfect segue. <laughs> Eerily, the honorable mention that I'm legitimately going to give out is number 28, Marshall Falk, okay, who was a college running back at San Diego State University. San Diego State University? the first game that you're going to be joining me at officially next yes. week and next Saturday. We'll get yes. to a preview of that game later. Yes. But I, we can't make this shit up, Dan. No. Like, that's our honorable mention. We're yes. on episode 28. It's, this, it's the episode before the first home game for UCLA. Yes. Honorable mention, Marshall Falk. I mean, how great is that? We'll be there. Oh, okay. Anyway, so quick UCLA football recap. recap. Uh, by the way, Dan. Recap? Recap. Well, that's what it was. It was a crappy game. It's, it's another Freudian slip. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, before we get into the recap What's of that? the game, yes. you attended your first Division One football practice last Sunday with me. Yes, I did. What did you think of that? Um, I think I'm very short and fat. That's what I think. That's what I thought about it. <laughs> they are pretty big, aren't they? They're, they're big and they're very young and fit. Yeah, they're running around. They're throwing balls. They're catching, it's, and it's it's fast, right? The pace is it was very great. fast. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was really. It and you got to admit, really the exciting. facilities at UCLA have gotten much better, don't you? Beautiful. Think? Even though you have, we'll have nothing before. to compare to, but they seem nice. They, they're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Astro yeah, turf up, or whatever that is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, if you notice though, if you ever go to UCLA practice, we don't actually have 100 yards of field, but. <laughs> hey, minor details, that's, Dan. That seems like minor details. Okay. Why would you need 
<laughs> Why would you need a whole hundred yards? Yeah, okay. that's ridiculous. So, uh, unfortunately, UCLA loses the home opener for the second year in a row to Cincinnati. The only two times we've ever played Cincinnati in football, by the way. Uh, very close score to the, to last year as well. This time, 24-14. to 14. Uh, I do want to give a shout-out to Matt Hasselback, who was one of the three announcers calling the game on ESPN. Always appreciate his take. And if you remember, we we had a conversation with him at the Super Bowl in Atlanta that I thought, oh, uh, yeah. you know, was was ironic. You know, we're going to the next level and we got, you know, his it was his first uh, uh, broadcast. And then if for those of you that watched the game, I imagine many of you didn't make the trip to Cincinnati. But what was Pat McAfee wearing? He had he looked like he had a Hawaiian shirt, he had no tie and a sport coat. I thought he was he thought he was doing the the Pro Bowl. In Hawaii, but he forgot he was in Cincinnati. You know, and Cincinnati is almost Kentucky. Yeah, I, had, I mean, I forgot. Yeah, so, so yeah, you gotta. Mm-hmm. I, I did forget, and because yeah. I, I actually did a couple uh, radio interviews this week or last week, believe it or not, one of them. Oh, was, really? Yeah, one of them was ESPN Cincinnati, and uh, one of the uh, the the interviewees that's their show was uh, Rocky Boyman that grew up in Cincinnati. He ended up he was a linebacker at Notre Dame, so I was acting like, "How'd you get to Notre Dame?" And he basically did the geography <laughs> lesson to me. It's like, well, "This yeah, is yeah. actually Notre Dame country if you look at a map, dumbass." <laughs> yeah. um, and by the way, nugget nice. of knowledge. I know you noticed we skipped over the whole moon segment, but do you know? Are we doing a moon segment? Yeah, do you oh, know okay. who went to Cincinnati? Neil Armstrong. You know who was no. A pro- you know he grew up in the in the area and he was a professor at Cincinnati, the nice. first man to walk on the moon. And the fact wow. that we're able to keep it up, they did a, a little. They did a twenty minutes, twenty second segment on him at a, right after a commercial break. Seriously, yeah, that's how wow. I know it. So anyway, back to the recap of the game. Started out looking great. Uh, go down. We we our defense has a great you know first series stop. We go down. We're moving the ball, and we're about to go in to be up seven nothing, and uh, we have a fumble on the four yard line. And the momentum was really never back into our favor. Uh, way too many mistakes. And a young team that I, I agree with Chip Kelly got it seemed like they got caught up in the atmosphere. It's hard to believe that playing at Cincinnati in a football game, not a basketball game, you'd get caught up in the atmosphere. But but that team is not bad at all. And I realized through the research that they were 11 and two last year, Dan, oh. which is, and they were ranked in number 22 by the end of the season. So you know, there's no excuses here. We still have a young team. If I hear how long, how many times we have a young team, though, that's going to get old pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but certainly didn't come to play. We, we, we had a chance to grab the momentum early. We lost it. And then in general, you know, not good enough play from our quarterback. He was 8 of 26 for 156 yards, 75 of which came in one play. So you take 156 minus 75, and that's really bad. Uh, he did have two touchdowns, but he also had four turnovers, with one of them going in an opportunity again, momentum. And then, uh, and then the other fumble actually came in a, a crucial opportunity in the red zone as well. So two fumbles in the red zone. And uh, negative 20 yards rushing from a quarterback that is, uh, you know, should be a better rusher. So we only rushed for 62 yards total, Dan. And I know that you're not a big uh, football guru, but that's not good. It's not, it's, uh, yeah, no. Uh, one of our best players from last year, Josh Kelly, he's he was hurt. And, it, you, 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 
it's almost like it's like he's holding out if he's a running back in the NFL, but he's a college kid, so he's not he can't hold out. They're not really they're not exactly telling you what's wrong with him. It's like he can play, maybe not. But with him not being one hundred percent healthy and right. playing, right. this was a I had a little wasn't sure how to take this at first, but there's officially a new number ten out there. Okay. Officially? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, you know. So when they retire your number. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get retired anytime soon. Yeah. But uh, Demetric Felton, okay, if you're going to give out a game ball, again, I've said this in last year, I don't give out game balls in a losing effort. But if I had to, the game ball would have been, would have gone to Demetric Felton, the new number the 10. new number 10. He had a great game. He was he, he did a fantastic job. And uh it's nice to see number ten look out there running He's out around. There, it's, it's like He's, you're out there running he does, around. He looks a lot different than me. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually looks very athletic. Um, but uh, <laughs> so Chip, Chip's going to have to wait to get his fiftieth win. He's lost seven games at UCLA more than he lost in four seasons at Oregon. So, you know, I was, I was, I'm actually going to name this episode when we put it out on the line. Uh, that it's all you got to do is win. The bottom line yeah, is that, that simple, right? you know, we won three games last year. We started out the season 0-5. And, and you know, I remember what it was like to win a state championship in high school, big time high school football, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that felt like it was the – you couldn't get much bigger than that from an attention standpoint from right, winning. Right. But then you win one Division One football game and you realize that just winning and having the attention and the notoriety of, of the of the marketing and the and everything yeah, that goes yeah. around it and it's, even, it's even way bigger now than it was 20 years ago yeah so you know, all you got to do is win okay and we didn't and that was you know I, I I admit I was so excited back to what I said about something's brewing and going into the next level yeah what a perfect opportunity to start out with a with a fantastic win. The attitude is changes. You know, shout out to the 900 Club in Manhattan Beach. Had a great party with a bunch of uh, fantastic Bruin faithful. So you know we were all just down and, and felt like, oh man, yeah. it's only one game. Okay, it's one game. and Cincinnati was a great team. Was a really good team uh, last year. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen with them this year? But I mean, we had we we were we never led in the game. We had we had another opportunity. Uh, in the third quarter, to go down and, and and actually get the momentum back, a fantastic stop by our defense. Then we, we a false start penalty takes us from a second and third to a second and eight. We get lucky on a fourth down. Uh, you know our tight tight end was open for you know a fifteen yard gain. It's about to be first and t- first and goal from the eight or so, and we have another fumble. And then the you know there was no coming back from that. So. Um, it, it's felt a little energy might have switched there at the end. There was like, oh my gosh, there might be a chance when they had a fumble. They fumbled. It was. It definitely looked like it could have been a fumble, but yeah, we we still were not going to win the game, and we yeah. definitely did not deserve to win the game. But in, in the meantime, looking or in prior to the game though, leading up to it, as I mentioned, ESPN. I also want to give a shout out to the guys at What's Brewing podcast. Uh, had a really good laugh with those with those guys because of obviously the the similarity. Are you being serious? Yeah, you, you know, I, told, I asked you to make sure you looked it up. Yeah. Let me see how long they've had a What's Brewing podcast, and they, they they gave me a hard time, and I I legitimately had to say like, listen, I had no idea. All right. You know, but uh, 
So you spoke to them? Yeah, I was oh, on the show. I, I, I thought oh, you I, were on the I show? Get a, get a, I thought I get a, gave, a, gave a great take. That's great. Uh, and, and they had some great questions, so well, I, hey, I enjoyed guys. that. Yeah, so so thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, and looking forward to hopefully uh, picking up some of their listeners and vice versa. So Absolutely. We do have also one of the toughest schedules in the country, Dan. All right. You, even, and, you and me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though we don't play University of Washington or Oregon this year, uh, so we better get our acts together because, like I said, anywhere from the ninth to the sixth ranked schedule in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I can't wait to do an episode where it's just exciting. <laughs> Yeah, but with that, we can make, we? we can still make it exciting. Dan. Absolutely. All right, so let's look at our UCLA preview for the first game that you're going to be joining yes. us officially at the Rose. Well, I am so yes, excited. I can't uh, wait. It's going to be uh, great. San Diego State. Yep. Well, so San Diego State won their first game. They had a real barn burner against Weber State. They won six to nothing. Weber State. Yeah, where's, six where's to Weber? I, you know what? No, no. I don't know, I Dan. Don't have to look that up. We should check that out. All would right. you? We were I'm going to Google it. So games at Saturday, this Saturday at one fifteen, and it's going to be warm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Dan, like I said, get ready for your fr- – it's going to be exciting. And I'm also excited to report back on how our, quote, out-of-the-box marketing idea that I told you about. I don't want to share it now. No, 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 but – All right. But uh, – But all I can but, say is you got to look for something's brewing tags any and everywhere if yeah. you're going to be at the game, okay? Uh, guests in our Skybox, we're actually going to have the Ware Twins, Travis and David of UCLA Hoops fame. Awesome. Devin Fuller, former UCLA and NFL wide receiver. Rodney Leslie, former UCLA and NFL defensive tackle and a, and a great old friend. Holy and then cow. Robert Griffith of San Diego State fame, uh, plus a 10-year-plus career in the NFL, mostly with the Minnesota Vikings. So we're going to have a star-studded... Uh, wait, wait, wait hold, hold on, hold on. We're going to be... Those are all going to be some of our guests in the suite. Are you serious? Yeah, of course. So If I knew anything about sports, I would be scared shitless right now. Well, and many of our listeners have heard of pretty much everybody on that list. So so moving on to Pac-12 highlights, UCLA squeaks out a big victory versus Fresno State. Congratulations to the Crosstown rivals. Uh, Stanford also squeaks out versus Northwestern in the, quote, who's going to be a future CEO bowl, (laughs) 17-7. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. I I just wanted to interrupt. (laughs) Did you see the photographs of the stands at the Stanford game? No, nobody there. They made the news. There were so few people there. Really? Oh, it looked like an air supply concert. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Literally, no one went to that game. Ah, sucks for them. But yeah. like I said, but they did they, they were win? studying. Yeah, they were. <laughs> uh, Oregon loses. They they did win seventeen seven. Oregon lost a heartbreaker to Auburn. Actually, mm-hmm. Oregon was the only top twenty five team to lose. Uh, Washington, Utah. ASU, Washington State, and Colorado all won big from a Pac-12 standpoint. And Arizona, just like UCLA, is the only team that lost to a non-power conference team when they lost to Hawaii. Anyway, rest of the top 25 highlights. Mac Brown, old Texas uh, head coach and, and many other places. He actually recruited me at Texas. He's back in football, and he wins his his uh, inaugural debut nice. for, uh, for North Carolina Mac against Brown. South Carolina. Uh, a couple other top 25 five highlights or at least just in college football in general uh jalen hurts gets to play again because <laughs> he transferred to oklahoma and i i i i don't even i didn't have the time or to, to actually research the whole transferring thing but this guy was a quarterback for alabama last year 
for multiple. He's been there for multiple years. He was a quarterback. He played in multiple games last year. He got beat out by Tua. Remember? Yes. Uh, the quarterback for Alabama. Yep. He transfers and he goes to another top five team and he's a starting quarterback the following year. Like whatever happened to the sitting out scenario? And <laughs> I, I just I don't. I think it's just a little bit. Like if you're in it, we're still not going to pay players, right? But it, then it sounds a little NFL, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was like, well, he's like a free agent. He, tra- yeah. he transfers. Yeah, right. yeah, Come whatever. on! And so then, and and I also have to say this: I can't believe that Jalen Hurts took Kyler Murray's number, number one. Uh, I can promise you, I would have never done that. That's, that guy won the Heisman, number one draft pick. Yeah, the quarterback from the year before. Yeah, you don't. So you roll you just, in there and you just jack the dude's number. Yeah, no, you did. And, yeah. and you saw Kyler Murray on the sidelines. He was actually at the game, and <laughs> they like, caught him a couple the? times where he he wasn't. He just didn't look like he was super stoked. <laughs> and yeah. I wouldn't be either. I'm like, no. dude, get your own number, bro. Yeah, have some respect. Anyway, Ohio, Iowa State needed three overtimes to beat Northern Iowa. Iowa State's actually ranked in the top twenty-five, and and, and again, I already mentioned that Oregon was the only team to lose in a. A heartbreaker at Auburn in the last play of the game. But let's move the chains over to the rest of sports, okay? Let's do it. Did you notice the Tour Championship of the PGA where Rory McIlroy won that uh, that golf tournament by chance? I sure did. You did? What did you yeah. think of that? I thought it was a barn burner. <laughs> a real barn burner. Oh, my god! A golf event is a barn burner. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I know that I can tr- count on you, Dan. So here's <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing it up. All right, what was First of all, it's, the one of the last, <laughs> it's one of the last big golf events for the PGA of PGA, the year. PGA. And the, the money for Rory to Rory McIlroy, Roy to win fifteen million dollars. Holy, I mean something. one one wow tournament. I mean how great and our and these old older guys that used to play back in the day. I mean, you know Arnold Palmer. I mean, granted he's done fine. You know from a, his <laughs> yeah, branding standpoint, right? But you can you imagine those guys are sitting there like holy cow. U.S. Open tennis update: uh, Novak Djokovic had to withdraw due, an in, due to an injury. Roger Federer. My favorite tennis player ever, and one of my favorite athletes ever. He's still winning, looking great. Wow. He's making it to the quarters, quarterfinals. Nadal's uh, actually playing right now. I think he he looked like I think he won. And then a new guy who actually I'm following, Diego Schwartzman from Argentina. <laughs> Say okay. that ten times That's, fast. That is yeah. officially my favorite name. That's what course. I'm saying, Diego Schwartzman Diego from Schwartzman. Argentina. Uh, super short. He's five foot seven, but he's got a fantastic attitude. Apparently, he's one of the favorite guys on the on the tour. Everyone great, loves him. Yeah? Uh, obviously, a little bit of a unique name for an Argentinian, uh, and he's literally known affectionately by the Argentinian Jewish community as El Peque for the small. Nice. So Serena Williams looking looking good as well, and and Osaka actually the women's number one uh, lost just like Djokovic did, but she didn't have to withdraw. She actually lost. Mm-hmm. And another gal I want to follow is Coco Goff. She's a 15 year old USA uh, US sensation. She actually lost in the third round to the to the first seed Osaka, but she looks like she could be a future superstar. I want to keep our eyes on her. So with 15 that, fifteen years 15 old, fifteen years amazing. old. Yeah, it was. And her parents are. Awesome, very well spoken, and just have a great sort of take on life. And so I liked. Uh, wow, good for them. Her, her mom and dad, and they gave a lot of their time too. I was, I was very impressed by them. Uh, so with that, I'm going to say that Federer and Roger Federer and Serena Williams, two old school, you know, just like they're going, they're both going to win the finals again, just it's like amazing. old times. That's just they're unbelievable. Still doing it. 
just still doing it, and I love them. I love them both. Uh, on the baseball take, we got the Yankees, Twins, and Astros are still leading uh, currently in the AL divisions with Tampa Bay and Cleveland in first and second in the wild card. Braves, St. Cardinals, and Dodgers are leading the National League division races with the Nationals and the Cubs in first and second in the wild card. But the Cubs are three and a half back from the Nationals in the wild card, three back from the Cardinals in the division lead. So come on, Cubbies. Like, We've been talking. We've been following them. We always will. They're my favorite team, and many others. They're the lovable losers. Even though they did win one World Series, they're still the lovable losers. Let's get back on it. I want to see them in the playoffs. Would love to be able to see the Dodgers and the Cubs in the playoffs. Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. In the NFL, did you notice or did you hear Andrew Luck retired? Dan, tell I me. Did you, yeah? You did you, that was did, pretty yeah. big news. I was pretty shocked. Lots of people were shocked. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Lots of people were shocked. Yeah, who is and, this? Who uh, is it? A shout out to Grant's Rance. He uh, he actually picked him in fantasy his fantasy league, and then literally one one about twenty minutes later, it went across the wire that it was retiring. <laughs> oh, sorry, Grant. So, uh, but you know, there's there's been some people that are giving him a hard time, saying he's a little bit of a wimp and he can't handle playing through injuries and so on and so forth. Uh, but I do want to point out one thing that is going to be a game changer for the NFL in general. So, you know, there's uh, it's a uh, the, the NFL for better or worse has been a polarizing sort of group. Uh, over the last few years, to say the least, right? Yeah, right. Okay, well, remember this. So as of right now, they are letting Andrew Luck keep millions and millions of dollars of his signing bonus. Nice. Even though he's not playing out the the rest of his contract that right. he got the signing bonus for. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see if that's the precedent being set. So now Jim Irsay, who is the owner of the Colts, and I've never thought of Jim as um, – you know, a trailblazer in, in, in any sort of way. He inherited the team from his father. I have met Jim at Riviera Country Club before. It seems like a very nice guy, but I don't think he should be letting Andrew Luck keep that uh, uh, that signing bonus. And if I was a fellow owner, I wouldn't be letting Andrew. I would be pushing right, Jim to right. get that signing bonus back. Like, because don't don't start something we all have to live with. Right. Because yeah. let's let's be honest. So now, if 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 that's the precedent, so now. And everybody's most people are giving Andrew Luck credit for saying you're not you're not healthy. Way to live your life and you know be for you, right? Like you can't give your all to the team. Yeah, you know, the, the diehard uh, Colts sure. fans are not happy about it. But uh, you know, many other people that are not Colts fans are saying good for him to have the heart and the courage to to do so, right? To 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 hang him up when he knows he's not getting the best out of it. However, as an owner, right? right. Or what right. are we supposed to call him again? Governors. Governor, right, governor. So, um, so as an owner slash governor of the team, right? Um, where you're now, you can have pay someone a huge amount of money from a signing bonus standpoint, right? That you expect to get a, a series of years out of this particular player, right? And the money goes in the bank as a signing bonus. Yeah. So let's say it's the first time I get a giant signing bonus, and I have some great people managing my money or I get I get an opportunity to be <laughs> one of the first investors in the next Facebook. 
Right. Okay. And and you know you can love football all you want, but right, but, but there, there's also been plenty of uh, things that come out in the news that football's dangerous. Yeah. And when you get your head hit a bunch, a whole bunch of times, yeah. you don't necessarily have the best quality of life life as you get older. Right. So, so where's you, the incentive to, to play it, out that career? Exactly. That, uh, contract. Yeah. So so you're telling me that I mean I just think you're gonna we're gonna have to keep our pulse on that because it's gonna be a big problem. Yeah. And and, if, and heaven forbid you're the owner that says no, give me my money back, and and think about the social media. Mob tackling that person. Uh, yeah, good luck right? to them. That, yeah. just, you follow me on all yeah, that? Yeah, everybody loses. Right. So, we're, you know, mm. I have a feeling that's got race war written all over it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but I am super pumped for the NFL to start. But in order of time, we're not going to get into all of the pre preview of the NFL because I'm going to be coming in hot next episode. Is that right? Uh, something is definitely going to be brewing at the NFL opener. I'll be there live in Chicago, Thursday night football, yeah. Packers, yeah. Bears, yeah. in the proven suite. Nice. Look out. I am fired up. When is that game? I hate to- Next Thursday. Okay, thank you. Actually, in only a few days. Today's what? Monday? Today's Monday, oh, Labor this Day? This coming Thursday. This coming Thursday. Huh? Booyah, baby. And really? now do you understand what I'm talking about, how, how something's brewing going to the next yeah, level? Yeah, right. Our first NFL episode. Right. Like, let me report back to you. Absolutely. I was there. So wait, so where are you going to be now? I want to be in Chicago. Thanks right, for so, listening. So listener, oh, you don't think I'd listen to this show, do you? <laughs> so if people are in Chicago at the game, yeah, check they, us out. they might see Corey Paz. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, in the Waldron I mean, deck. there'll be a game going on, yeah, too. Well, but, yeah, but look for that. Look, look for, for another uh, Something's Brewing tag any and everywhere. Yeah, You'll baby. never know when it's going to come. So let's now cascade over to pop culture and politics. Mm. I actually went to the Rolling St- We went to the Rolling Stones concert at the Rose Bowl last week. Yeah. We did? Thank you. Not you, but... No. So I got to tell you this. I've seen the Rolling Stones the last uh, tour, but and hey, I give them credit for being that old and getting out there and jamming still. But I've it's made amazing. I've made the reference though for uh, Ozzy Osbourne when they brought him back out there, and I felt like they, the Rolling Stones were much better, right? They're, they're for sure. But you know, I I don't think they need the money. No, and. There was a lot of people at the Rose Bowl. There's a lot of big Rolling Stone fans. Yeah, um, I will make a like was an interesting. The other the average age of the of the uh, of the attendees definitely was a little bit higher than the Carly Rae Jepsen concert. <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit. But uh, there was a gigantic line, uh, like a forty yard long line for an Instagram to take an Instagram picture with sort of this you know billboard like this small billboard of the role of the band and i was looking at this line of people literally 40 yards long and none of them were under the age of 50 and i'm thinking so now you got that many 50 year olds that are just waiting in line to take a picture like a good picture with a picture and all i did was as i was standing in line to buy my, my you know my guest a beer i took the same picture over my shoulder with a selfie I was like, "Wow, <laughs> why are we doing that's this?" That's a little bit of a waste of time. I so, thought. how how is Jagger though? He, you know, again, great for that for a old guy that age. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you know, it's like, he's, yeah. like, unless you're really close to him on the stage, you know, there was people really far away. Yeah, and, you know, again, it's the Rolling Stones yeah, at right. the Rose Bowl. Boom. I can't, Win. Yes. I'm not complaining. <laughs> but I'm saying they don't need the money, so it's sometimes you need to know when it's time to help, to, to uh, yeah, yeah. You know, to uh, hang them up. Okay. Nice. Another from a pop culture standpoint, have you been noticing how much homeless people have been getting 
<laughs> some uh, some notoriety in the news, or am I just miss? Am I, am I just like what? What do you right? mean? They're famous feel, homeless people now? Not <laughs> not famous homeless people. Oh, okay. I just feel like on the national media stage, mm-hmm. from a pop culture and politics standpoint, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. homeless people are getting a lot of attention, especially like the Los Angeles homeless population well, you know, um, and the yeah. and the San Francisco. You homeless know why I think that is? There's an election coming up. I don't oh. know if you heard about that. Oh, that's right. But um. That tends to come Starts up in conversation, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it led me to to remember one of my favorite jokes of all time that I don't even remember the stand up comedy comedian comedian that said it, but it was a great joke, and and that's why I brought up because there is, is a lot right? of talk about good, homeless, and there's yeah. a great joke. So okay. this guy is doing a stand up act, and he was talking about how he grew up in Chicago. That's another reason I remembered it. He's like, I grew up in Chicago, and I I used to always think to myself. You know, and he's like, now I live in L.A. And it's like homeless people everywhere, right? He's like, when I, when, I, when I grew up in Chicago, I remember seeing homeless people and thinking, what the hell are you doing in Chicago? You know, hey, and I, I wanted to walk up to him, the homeless guy, and say, hey, man, what are you doing tomorrow? He's like, I'm, I'm not sure. So the comedian <laughs> says, I got a good idea. Why don't you start walking south? <laughs> <laughs> you know, from a temperature standpoint. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. It's like if, and, and if you're going to be homeless. If I'm going to be homeless, I'll tell you exactly where I'm going to be. It's going to be Los yeah, Angeles. Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah There's no question. Right. But <laughs> just the way he delivered it was fantastic, and I thought I'd bring That's that up. That's a beautiful thing. Next thing in pop culture that I want to talk a little bit about is Hong Kong. Okay. So, hopefully, our younger our younger audience might not know that, but our older audience probably will. Yeah, I think so. Right? Enter the dragon. Don't look at Come the on. finger or you'll miss all that heavenly glory. So, anyway, so yeah, I don't know if you noticed that Hong Kong has been in the news. Yes. Okay. So, did you know that officially Hong Kong is actually called the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region of the People's Republic of China? No. That's Are you the, serious? That's the official name. So, I had to do a little Hong Wait, Kong research. Wait, say that again, please. Hong Kong. Hong Kong Special Administrative Region of the People's Republic of China. Wow. Okay. Yes. It's the largest concentration of ultra high net worth individuals in the world. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then it also has the world's highest per capita income. Wow. But it also has the highest income equality, as you can imagine. Just for a little side Equality note, or inequality? Inequality, sorry. Oh, okay. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, and then, by the way, ultra high net worth is a standard of $30 million net worth or more. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that, that net, the ultra high net worth individuals represent point zero zero three percent of the world's population, yet they own thirteen percent of the world's total wealth. So crazy it's rich been, Asians, <laughs> exactly. Wow, so, um, it's been it's it's been interesting to watch, and uh, I have seen a couple of the social media guys and gals uh, getting a little attention. And do you real? Did you see the story about how um, uh, Twitter got in trouble for? that China got in trouble because, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Google are highly regulated in, in China. Like, to, the, to the point where I don't even, I mean, can you, you even look at those? In yeah, China no, you're not. So I what, think they have alternatives that are yeah, just... Yeah. So, so, and then China got in trouble and Twitter actually, Twitter and Facebook both caught them because the Chinese government was was taking down fake Facebook pages and purposely 
giving a different spin on what was actually happening <laughs> in China. Yeah, and, and I got to give yeah, yeah, big yeah. tech credit for actually wow, catching yeah. it yeah. and saying, no, no, no. If you're not going to let us actually have Twitter in China, you're, we're, you're certainly not going to be able to come in, pretend that right. you're, what, or what is happening is not really happening, which is shocking to me wow. that they actually wow. admitted that they stopped them. Wow. So, and then the China trade wars, obviously, no one's, like to your point about the election coming up in oh, well yeah, over gonna a hear, year. Oh, yeah, we're going to hear plenty about that. But then you saw, you know, the literally Trump uh, mentions, uh, a tel- says, says we should get everybody, all of our companies out of China. It was at la- well, last Friday, and the Dow went down 623 points on Friday in basically like three hours. Yeah. It was, it was I was at the gym. I walk into the gym. I see the, the Dow going up. I go, I go work out. I make a couple phone calls. I come back in. It's down, <laughs> down five, five yeah. eighty at the time. Yeah, jeez. It's like Jesus Christ. Anyway, well, has um, Trump gotten out of China? <laughs> highly doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, highly doubt it. We're gonna get to a Lead little bit example. of manufacturing later. Yeah, that I have. I think I have some. Uh, so nothing crazy points, but some some things I want to talk about on in the honor of Labor Day. Beautiful. So last uh, uh, pop culture, what's going on right now, you know, in the world is uh, Hurricane Dorian looks like a real humdinger, huh? Yes. Already five plus, already five plus dead. Oh, well, maybe we shouldn't play the Wizard of Oz soundtrack when you're going to talk about well, that's dead the, people. This is the part. This is this the, is part the where, fun part. Where the house is spinning in the air. Probably, yeah. Um, so seriously, though, already five people dead? I, yeah, I think, I think it it's higher now. Yeah, no, if over, almost over five people dead in Bahamas. Oh, and then gotcha. did you see any of the pictures of what they call the stadium effect? So apparently the Air Force has these airplanes that are going in and taking all these pictures. And okay. I, I've never seen – you've seen pictures of hurricanes, obviously. Sure. I had never seen a picture of the stadium effect. And if you Google this, it's one of the coolest things you've ever seen. It's literally you're like inside the eye and the, and the, the that is a legit – the eye is legit – Stadium. It's like there's a. There's I have a seen that. I didn't realize what that was. So that's circling what that around, was. you know, as if it's a stadium. That's the whole. That's the whole point. Wow, that is freaky. Because I really thought that was a stadium. Yeah, and so if you think about it, it's you know, would you rather live where there's earthquakes or the potential for hurricanes? Are yeah. you really asking me? Yeah, I am. Hmm. Well, since I've lived here for so long, I'm going to say earthquakes. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. It seems. It seems to me. It, it, I've granted the big earthquake could well, really the, do a lot of damage. Sure, we'd all end up in the ocean, and you but, can't tell. Right. You, they, you, they, it doesn't say. Hey, get ready, everybody! Right. Big earthquake coming. Right. But it just seems. Yeah, you know, it's just like I guess it's just part of the of the way of life in those specific specific regions. I personally right. would rather deal with the earthquake because. In doing some research, it seems like less earthquakes are a big problem compared to hurricanes. So are you basically encouraging everyone that's in hurricane territory to move here? Absolutely. I I don't think traffic's bad enough. Right. Um, Okay. Let's let's buy some rental property first and then we'll (laughs) go on this campaign. All right. So let's pack our bags and move over over the travel section. Can we talk about Inglewood for a second? Sure. Go ahead. I hadn't realized until just a couple days ago. Uh, if you're on the 405 freeway uh-huh. heading north and you get onto the on-ramp to the 105, you can see well, Giant Stadium so clearly. Dan, where the hell have you been? I, I haven't been taking that off-ramp, obviously. <laughs> it, it looks like they're making a space station over there. Mm-hmm. 
It's amazing. It's going to be so great. And Inglewood is going to, that is the place to buy. Well, right. you know, we both live on the Lower West Side, which is yeah. the nickname for Westchester. So it's going to be fantastic. It's, it's just going to change the landscape of the Lower West Side like nobody's business. I can't yeah. wait to see what happens. Anyway, so you cut, so what my, else is going you on? cut my transition yeah, off. Yeah, I did. My I'm new sorry. Transitions. Are you moving the chains? No, you no, no. Let's pack our bags and move over to the travel section. Beautiful. <laughs> and by the way, nothing messes up travel like a good hurricane, huh? <laughs> like I, I wouldn't be surprised if all the flights on Thursday are trying to get back to Chicago are messed up. Because by then Dorian's going to hit hit land. Anyway, Ooh, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to jinx it. Knock it on wood. wood. Okay, so travel. So the kids are back in school, but we did do one more Great Wolf Lodge. Okay, and if you remember from uh, episodes oh, yeah. back, yep. And uh, remember that thing with the mass magic quest, that super geeky thing that I did with the wand and the following it and all that. Absolutely. So she's officially a master magi, oh, which is very goodness. exciting. I feel like I'm actually a master magi as well because I was certainly there. You, you paid tuition. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I real I did the math. It took us over six hours of dedication to actually finish that. I haven't. I, I mean, wow. Yeah. When's the last time you spent six hours doing anything? Dude, that's brilliant. Uh, went up to Napa for a new. Class client, super famous restaurant, happy to have them, and then went back, drove to San Diego, okay? And this is going to be, saw two of my great buddies, by the way, Robert Cruz and Drew Bennett, and then we talked about Robert Cruz. Wait, He's definitely, remember Cruz for yeah. Congress? okay, yeah. He's definitely going going for it. He is? Yeah, so we're going right. to get it, we're going to get him on. It was interesting to talk to his wife about what uh, what her thoughts are yeah, about actually going for it. We should get her on the show. Yeah, we, we should probably get her first. Um, okay, so. And then Drew Bennett? And then Drew, you know, did, did, our, um, one of our favorite guests. Did Drew ask about me at all? He did. He did. Yeah. I told him that I'd have I'd have you give him a call. Oh, okay. Thanks. That's, <laughs> Next time that's you're great. in San Francisco. Can I get his number from you? Uh, so, and then before we get to the last part of the show, though, I got to tell you about our drive, our travel down to San Diego. Okay. 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 So we don't get so out. Drove. We don't get out fast enough on Saturday morning. Traffic was horrendous. And we decided to break up. The kids had taken a nap and then they woke up and they're hungry. So we're like, okay, let's just get off and have a night. We're in no hurry. It's family time. We go to Carl's. We go to Carlsbad, the super nice Italian restaurant. For those of you that have been to Carlsbad, Vigilucci's, it's like it's super famous and it's great. So we pull in valet and we got a Great table overlooking the ocean. It's a fantastic day. I had a $25 ham cheeseburger. Um, nice. It, all in. For in an the, Italian restaurant, yeah. you went for the cheeseburger? Exactly. Huh? Well, it was like the cheapest thing on the menu. So, uh, <laughs> the $25 yeah, yeah. I mean, Between the, the, my wife and three kids, I think right. we each had maybe one beer. It was like $175, sure. right? For just a regular lunch. Welcome to Carlsbad. So then we go, so then we go to get our car. And the valet guy, this young kid had lost the key to our car and it was locked so you know we got one kid is allergic to everything so we got an EpiPen in there we got car seats in there we have our luggage for the weekend that we're going to need for San Diego and he can't find the key my wife was ready to kill the dude yeah and so we were doing the yin and the yang where she is literally in his face with her finger yelling at him because she can't believe it because all she wants to do is get back on the road and yeah. i'm like well we i still need these these guys to try and find the key right so you're so good i cop immediately and- i'm like honey yeah good cop bad cop i'm honey go over there let me take care of this so i immediately realized that this dude because i have my tile app like the tile app's not working, so I'm not finding. We're not finding. I'm not going to help him find the key anytime soon. Right. Okay. Right. It's this app where you have it connected to your yeah, key. Yeah. So, right? so you do. You do a it. tile thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you can ring it and know where it is. I mm. I, I, I fought it for years, and finally, Christine said you got to have it. So, but it's not working. So Great. I, I, I was like, there's no way that this the the key would be around here. Right. 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 I think what happened. This kid 
went into another car and left and our key in it, and now that key is sits somewhere else. Right. Right. So we get so AAA has to come. No. Unlock the car because now I'm like I'm not waiting for them to find my key. Right. So I call first. I call Lexus of, of Carlsbad to see if they could bring or they could get a laser key. Right. Oh They're like, oh yeah, right. God. Funny. That's Saturday on Labor Day. No, we can get yeah. it to you Wednesday morning for the tune of eleven hundred. Wait a uh, sec. And then you have to get the car towed to Lexus of Carlsbad. We won't go out to you and do it. So then I said, you know what? I'll take two keys and I'll see you Wednesday morning. That's my worst case scenario at that moment, right? Right. You got to set it up. I'm right? on the phone with okay. the owner of the valet company. I like, look, dude. You, you need to make this as as right as possible. And they and they were great. The, the, I yeah. feel bad for I feel bad for the owner because the the. You know, his employee was a total numbskull. Yeah. You know, on Labor Day, we're going to throw out, throw under <laughs> right. some labor that was questionable. Right. Um, anyway, so I, they unlock the car door. My car alarm goes start going off. And we're in a really nice Italian restaurant, oh, small yeah. valet parking. Going off, I have to get into the side door, get all three car seats out, all the luggage from the back because he's backed up against a wall, so I can't open up the back of the thing. Oh I'm sweating God. my ass off, right? It's hot. Oh. And the car alarm won't stop. It, no. will, it went off every about three minutes for 20 seconds and then went off again. So finally, get a blacked out SUV, throw all of the, the car seats in, all of the luggage, and the the, 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 the valet guy says, you know, we found you a uh, an SUV at Palomar Airport. If you can get over there in 30 minutes, then we have one reserved for you. That way you can have a car you know, for your stay. We'll take care of it. So I get the car seats oh in. I jump in the back of the SUV, nail my head on the way in, drop a total F-bomb, largest F-bomb I've ever dropped uh, in front of the kids. Yeah. And so, and then I'm like, oh, now and now I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, I, don't right, say right. that, kids. Yeah. Get to the rental car place, do another exchange of all the car seats, get in a Ford Flex, okay? Okay. Go down and just like have that moment of- a Ford Flex. Trying to think about, we don't want this to ruin the weekend, but- and all that, by the way, I, we were able to transition in about an hour. Okay. Wow. So, you know, my wife is. We're still having the conversation. She's like, "Do we do enough? Do we we're forceful enough?" I'm like, "Look, I, I'm I'm counting on ha- trying to figure out how I'm going to rearrange my week next week right, to, to come down to, to Carlsbad, to, to, Carlsbad yeah. uh, to get a car who you don't even know what exactly is going to happen." Long story short, because I know this has been a little long, but. I'm texting with the guys. They apparently went into, and this is where I got to give them all the credit in the world. They went into the security footage and they said it was so obvious that this poor numbskull kid uh, had our key in his hand as he parked our car and locked it. And then someone came out of the restaurant with to pick up their car. He had the key in the hand. You could see the key. Oh, and he gets no. in XYZ car. Right. And then gets out and clearly doesn't have the key in his hand. Right. So then they get the license plate of the car no that they way. are so obvious that he left the key in. Right. Go down to the sheriff's department. The sheriff's department's like, no, we don't. What? We're not helping you. You want us to find the what people that? Who, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Sorry, the guys shit out of luck. Following morning, so then I get the like this. They're just giving me an updates that we're trying. Right. 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 I'm like, good luck. <laughs> and, but they said it's a. Re- they find out it's a rental car. <laughs> And the, oh. and, the, and the car is like a two hours away. They, they the guy, the owner goes next oh. morning, Sunday morning. Okay, at nine a.m. to Carlsbad Police. They were super polite. Get on the phone with the rental car place. Call 
the people that rented it, then do a three-way with the with valet owner oh my be, and God. say, basically, listen, this is, I know this is a little awkward, but do you mind looking in your car for a key? And where are you? Because I'm coming to get it. Yeah. Fast forward. Then he goes, how can I make this right? I do have your key. I said, show me a picture. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd tell you what. Now we're down in Mission Bay. Okay, yeah. practically in, you know, Tijuana, yeah. and, which is another, now it's Sunday. I said, listen, dude, I'll tell you what, you dr- you drive my car to me and I'll give you the and rental car and you can drive it back to the Palomar Airport. There you and, go. And we'll call it a day. Right. All right. He's like, thank you. You know, sounds great. So then we're switching our, we're, I'm going to put that picture online too, because it's me and the owner of the valet <laughs> with all the car seats out again with the Ford Flex and the Lexus. Oh, and we're sitting there like, and we've had, like, it was just such a great experience to feel like I didn't have to deal with that on Wednesday. He, we found the key and it was like we hit the lottery. And yeah, it, you know it was. It was all going to get paid for, but just right. But it, but isn't it always weird? Like in the ass I feel like I won it. the lottery that my hell is over. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what it, I mean? That's exactly right. And I, and I and I was in uh, such a good mood the rest uh, of the day. I, I just I was just bouncing. That's right? fantastic. So anyway, so okay. wait a minute. I have a quick question. Sure. So what what SUV did you drive to get the Ford Flex? Did uh, they just take Uber? A... No, I got it over Oh, is Uber. that right? Oh, yeah. my God. And if we didn't Almighty. get there on time, we would have hadn't had to take an Uber everywhere. It was For the uh, rest of the, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But no, really, go there and pay a 25 bucks for a cheeseburger, everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny, remember- Break your own car. Remember, the, the, I realized over time, you remember when, when we were talking about the bocce ball tournament that we had a couple, yeah. of, a couple episodes ago? Yeah. It's actually in July. Vigilucci's is the main sponsor of that bocce that ball right? tournament. So I can't wait next year to run into the owners. I'm going to kind of like tell it's them like, the whole yeah, story. I got a little story for you, buddy. Yeah. So they say they're going to send me a a, a, a gift certificate too. Yeah. Because I want to go back. They the way they handled it was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Come the on. way they handled it was Absolutely. fantastic. And, you know they they can't handle. You know that's not their they fault. They see that, a side that that their labor was uh, not good. So yeah. and with that we're going to cross over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of the show. We hope you stick around because then you're going to know. Nice. So in honor of Labor Day. I want you to take a quick deep breath, Dan. Oh, no. Are we doing that thing where I have to picture something in my head? Yeah, but if it doesn't come to you fast, I'll take it from there, okay? Take a deep breath and remember your first real job after college or high school. Not a high school summer job or cutting the grass or a paper route. Remember your first real job. I do. Very, very distinctly. What was it? Okay. So I went to college and studied uh, advertising. Okay. And I actually was lucky enough, my first real-ish job-ish out of college was freelancing at a small ad agency in Westport, Connecticut. And my assignment was to write a three-line synopsis of every episode of the original Star Trek. Wow. That was the arguably the best job I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> it's like the first job out of college. But uh, yeah, I had to write a synopsis for, uh, remember Walden, was it Walden Books? Oh, yeah, Remember yeah. There used, yep, when there yep. used to be bookstores yep, yep. in the mall? Yeah. It was for their in-store little catalog. So um, every episode. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this part, Dan, but so to you had to go back to the movie store? How did you find out what the episodes were? You didn't know them all the top no, of your head. No, God, no. Because right, it's uh, not like you didn't pull up Google. No. I don't so remember. It wasn't, wasn't, that, wasn't that a logical question? Like, had, how did you um, find that out? That must have taken you a long time. I think they had like a photocopies of all the videotape Microfiche. 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 <laughs> they had dittos of all the, you know, they, uh, I think it was photocopies of the backs of video boxes. 
Okay. Yeah, I think. So that's So I was basically going off someone else's synopses, but I, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you plagiarized the whole thing? Pretty much. <laughs> so I, I'll tell you, my first real job was working for an insurance company. Mm. And I remember by having to get, um, the first thing I remember about it was like I showed up for the first like training session and I definitely did not understand the concept of business casual. Oh. I was made, I made fun of Pat McAfee about his Hawaiian shirt. I, I wore a shirt that was kind of like a Hawaiian shirt. Like it was a going out shirt to work. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking, was it was like shiny yeah. and open at the chest. Yeah. I, I went immediately to J crew. <laughs> and got like just the real business casual. Yeah, like, like, please like hey, me. do you mind giving me a credit card to this store? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right oh, I'll take two of them. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll, the, I'll never forget the first week my sales manager brings me in. And I think I started on a Thursday or Friday. So I had only a couple days of real, maybe one day of real work. And then it was a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my first real job. Car allowance, everything, right? Ooh. So Monday rolls around. You know, I'm still single. I'm still like partying in, you know, West Side. Just having fun. Yeah. So I walk, I walk in because my, my, my new boss once said, see me first thing Monday morning. It's fantastic. It's so he's like, I walk in. He's like, just like we had to schedule the meeting. He's like, he just sits down. He's making small talk. He says, so did you have a good weekend? I'm like, yeah, I did. He's like, oh, yeah. Tell, you know, how was it? Uh, and I look in. I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. you really want to know? Yeah. So I go, okay. I don't, I don't say you really want to know. I just start telling them. Sure. And he, he, like, I can tell about halfway through my story of my weekend. I mean, I wasn't brash or anything, but I definitely was being a little probably too honest <laughs> about my weekend. He just sort of, his body language changes about two minutes into it when he realizes I'm actually going to keep talking. <laughs> and <laughs> instead of, like, and probably every other person that's ever showed up to his first meeting where he said, right. and I, they just say, oh, it was great, and they move on oh, to the so next gr- topic. Right. What is it that I'm here to talk about? So uh, you, you end with him saying, okay, all right, thanks for all that info. And yeah. uh, your new nickname from now on is Compulsive Discloser. <laughs> <laughs> and, Are you serious? Yeah, and I've told that story multiple times, like oh. in different settings, because uh, it, it just—he he was right. TMI. And then buddy. we had a good, yeah, exa- and then we had a good laugh. And then yeah. my one of my third boss, so two bosses later, mm-hmm. he started out my relationship by saying, "I think we should work on brevity." No. Yeah. So now I, you know, that was those were all years Are ago. Are you a big talker? Like apparently. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, apparently, <laughs> okay. I, I don't think of you as like so. Yeah, well, wild. I mean, that's almost that's almost funny that you actually would even try and say that with a straight face, yeah. Dan. But, um, so in the honor of Labor Day, did you know that Labor Day was a creation of the labor movement and yeah. is de- dedicated to the social and economic achievements of the American workers? It constitutes a yearly national tribute to the contribution workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. Is that when I read that to you, mm-hmm. is that something that we can all get behind? Yeah, hey, that's I, like, I hope so. When I read it, I thought this is like nobody can argue this. No, that is like the, one of the most American sounding things I've ever no heard. No matter you know what, what side of the aisle you're on. Yeah, that's no, like, that's just that's, like. Yeah. You can't argue that, yeah. right? So the first Labor Day came out, was uh, started in 1887 in Oregon, actually. Um, and it actually was not a national holiday until 1894, okay? Mm-hmm. So literally seven took seven years to catch on. Right. That's and, pretty fast, actually. 
Yeah, it, but you know, yeah, to become you're right to become a full on national holiday. But so, and I was thinking as I, you know, like it's it is Labor Day today, okay. And with what's going on in today's global economy, obviously, so much attention being put on the aforementioned China trade wars, and to your point, the up, upcoming presidential elections, which mm-hmm. are not for a whole another year and a half. We're not actually at what 14, 15 months. Can we just stop and appreciate it, that no matter what side you're on, that the American worker and the working conditions that we are afforded to and are afforded in the United States are truly remarkable when you actually have any realization of what it's like to work in other parts of the world? Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, I.E. Outside, China. Outside of the U.S., it's nuts. Like, I.E. China and yeah, India. Yeah, you don't want to work. Right? You don't want to work in China. And, and, I, and, and I, I don't, I'm not taking Trump's side about trying to tweet about bringing manufacturing back to the United States. But wouldn't it be great if we could bring more manufacturing back to the United States like it was a long, long time ago Absolutely. with all these great, really, uh, really fantastic jobs? And if, we, and if we really do care about global warming, then we would want as many manufacturing plants in the United States because I'm pretty sure that China isn't making things with this let's take care of the polar ice caps mentality. No. <laughs> okay. Well, but also, <laughs> you know, we talk about carbon footprint. <laughs> they also are making the stuff and it's in China. And it has to get from China to the US and then from there to yeah. wherever. Just transportation alone. Right. He's going to kill us. And, and, I, and I'm again, I'm not pretending to be an economist. OK, but no. the, the older I'm getting, the more I'm paying attention. I get it. I understand why. And I don't want to I don't know which side who's to blame. I'm sure both sides can blame each each other's side about why everything well, went yeah. to China. OK, uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that because of us and others, other countries, China went from being a really shitty place to live for almost everybody to now having some of the more the most wealthiest people right. on the planet and still the biggest despair, the the biggest in, uh, ga- gap of wealth on the on yeah. the planet All right. okay so you know don't don't give me shit about china like i'm I, i'm tired of hearing about it when i went to the olympics i was shocked about how much it felt like the wizard of oz it felt like a bunch of bullshit to me is that right but anyway i understand it's going to be tough to get apple to move their whole assembly line <laughs> you know to mexico <laughs> to, or yeah. to at least the united to states Albuquerque, overnight yeah. but you know it would be nice in the spirit of Labor Day that we all agree again uh, to have better paying jobs in the U.S. with climate conscious manufacturing and stop making countries like China even richer. Okay? Because, again, if you think the wealth gap in the United States is bad, (laughs) go over there. But I thought that 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 was uh, an homage to the American worker because I've also been reading a lot about automation. Okay? Yeah. 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 Like but if you think about it, if we come back and we have more automated plants that are cleaner, sure. than we had before. Sure. Even if we don't need as many union workers to man those assembly lines because we have an automated uh, assembly line, yeah. we're still going to need some humans. Well, somebody's got to oversee the the operation. And as of right now, stuff, if the if XYZ factory in Ohio is has is providing zero jobs, Right. Even if you bring it and you make it co- almost completely automated, it's still going to create still new hundreds jobs. of people. It's just going to need. Yeah. Still, you know, we can't get rid of all people. Yeah. No. 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 That's so, not quite. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was another. I'm, I'm not so what, to what be you're a, saying is that you, you and I should be in the automation uh, business. <laughs> Absolutely. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. All in that honor, stuff, right? honor of the American worker. Yeah. On Let's Labor be Day, in automation. we want to get into the automation business. Right. But 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 in all seriousness. <laughs> 
American laborers need to fix all that machinery because you know it's going to break down all the damn time. Right. You're absolutely right. There's no question. You're right. Right? Yeah. So, so maybe we don't make cars. Maybe we make robots that make cars, but that's still jobs, buddy. Yeah. And, we're, and unless we're going to make robots that are going to fix the robots, there's always going to be need right. to be somebody that's going to need to fix the robot. Right. So <laughs> let this be forewarning to everyone. Do not make a robot Fig- that can fix a robot. <laughs> Let's just start with that. Okay. All right. And you know what? I think we'll end there. So, and with that, that was great. I like the I like the way that ended up on a nice positive uptick. All right. I hope, so with that, I hope you have a great rest of your morning, a beautiful afternoon, or a nice quiet night. And remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey Barnes is back at quarterback now. Barnes in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Uh, Stanford also speaks out versus Northwestern in the, quote, who's going to be a future CEO bowl. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.